Case study 0021, Exorcism, the possession of Gail Bowers, with podcaster Dustin Kraft. A priest in an undisclosed part of Florida is called upon to help exorcise Gail Bowers. Yeah. Dustin, how are you doing? I'm really struggling. I'm struggling so hard. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot. It was a lot to take I, in. I just you said I could pick, and I picked, and I thought this surely will be fun. Mm. And and we get <laughs> we get something so close to the last thing in many ways. Mm, yeah, in many it's ways. Something that's so vile. What what was vile about it? All the teenage nudity and um, discussing teenage gross stuff. Oh, I hadn't noticed those things. Huh? Mm, mm. I just thought like the lighting and sound were bad. You know. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad, my bad. <sighs> so we start off at um some weird hallway. Wait. There's a, a carnival oh, yeah, going okay. on. Okay, I was gonna what? say you're already wrong, but you're right. We start out at a carnival. Yes, there's well in the background there's a carnival. Why? I don't know. It's never brought it up. Come back. And there's nope. And there's a really cool guy smoking a cigarette in the foreground. By the way, he is cool. He is so cool. Oh my god. He's got David Harbour energy. A like... slightly. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> slightly. I'm not no, saying David Harbour no. is cool. But this guy is cool. No, but he is though. Yeah. No. They both are. They both they've earned it. They're both both cool. of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, we get to the next scene where he, like, he walks down the hall, whatever, blah, blah, And there's, mm, obviously, someone is possessed in this room, and someone else is praying in this room with rosaries. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess, but I couldn't really tell because the sound guy forgot to record, I guess. Because there was... <laughs> The only audio is like guttural noises from the possessed person. Like, that's it. And they're, they feel so weird. Yes. There's like weird demon sounds and foley for when he gets thrown yeah. against the wall. And that is it. It's like they were attempting this like impressionistic scene. No. No, they were not. They just forgot to record. It was bad because it was like, no, they were. They just failed at what they were trying to what do. What are the actual chances that truly... The problem was that someone made a mistake, the sound was unusable, and they thought, oh, we, yeah. we can say it's for art. Yes, that is absolutely what happened. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? I think I have been on that film shoot multiple times. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the possessed person with their possession powers mm. impales the praying lady with a crucifix, which was beautiful, through mm-hmm. the neck. The priest has a knife. I didn't know that knives and swords were part of exorcisms, but I'm not really familiar with exorcisms. At so. first, I legit thought it was a letter opener. <laughs> and I thought, what's he do? Is he going to open some letter from the Vatican or something? <laughs> I was like giving this movie way more credit. Uh, and no. It... You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what was happening. Or at least that it was very much a letter opener and they were trying oh, to pass it off. Oh, for sure. As a ceremonial dagger. 
Did you also <laughs> notice the way he ties those knots? Oh my god! <laughs> it's ridiculous. I wrote that down because every single asylum movie where they tie a knot, it's like you cannot even tie your shoes that badly and walk away. Why do they not know how to tie knots? It's unbelievable. So unbelievable. bad. He gets his eyeballs like. Did his eyeballs get pulled out? No. Or did they get? It seems as though they they go for a biblical thing. I don't know how much of a you know a Bible head you are. Uh, there, there's a story in the Bible, a famous one about uh, someone getting scales on their eyes and they're not able to see. What? And then something biblical happens and the scales fall away and magically they can see again. I, it might oh, be. Don't spoil I'm the sorry. End. Uh, I believe it's. <laughs> I could be wrong. My Bible days are a long time ago. It could could have been right. Saul or Paul. They might be the same guy. Anyway, doesn't matter. Don't check it. I don't care. Um, (laughs) But I I was thinking maybe it was a reference to that. It's like a biblical curse. Ugh, sound of eyes rolling. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. There was... All right, I'll give it. (laughs) Then we cut to the end, what I assume is the end of a funeral, because people are walking away from a church in black clothes. There are... Three people walking away from a church. There is <laughs> the only people that attended it. There is it. no procession. There's no hearse. <laughs> no. There are no other mourners. Nope. Nothing. Nope. It looks as though they nope. walked up to a church that they did not have permission to film at <laughs> and said, quickly, set it up, and we'll just walk away, pretend to be sad. Why do you say that? I don't... It looked very legitimate. It did. It looked great. <laughs> Sip. Um, <laughs> and then the next, like, they just had to establish that somebody died. So then the next scene is them all moving into a house. And this scene was so confusing to me because they did not establish who anyone who was. Who is who? Who is who? What this house is? Is someone moving in? Is everyone moving in? Is this a thruple? Is this a sister, daughter? What's going on? Nobody knows until whatever. They have no electricity, which fair, they're moving in, but they're eating pizza by candlelight. It's okay. All right. That's fine. And she, that's she fine. chooses to live in the garage for some reason. It's like <laughs> in my own apartment. Yes. It's a, it's a gross garage. It is a totally gross garage. And later on, they talk about like, all right, never mind. I'll get to that in a second. Did you but... notice that as she's unpacking her room, she grins mm. at every photo she takes out? She just <laughs> just smiles at him like she just, I don't know. It's just yeah. a strange choice, I thought. She's like, man, I love photography. Photography is magical. These are great frames. <laughs> I'm so glad I went to the thrift store instead of Michael's. An older sister is a bitch. Mm. They want her, they want the younger sister who, I mean, we later find out that it's a sister situation, whatever. Parents died, blah, blah, blah. That's what they were walking away from. Did both parents die? Is that what the funeral was? Or was it... There's I... The timeline is weird. Uh, there are some hints mm. at it later. We don't know if they died in some accident. That's not said. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, could, it would have been mm-hmm. so easy for someone to say, oh, after the accident, this is how I felt. Right. This is what happened. Right. No, none of that. But no. No. A simple no, solution. No. No, no, no. no. Does not happen. No. And while they're having That's that stupid. dinner conversation, the older sister yeah. implies that pizza is not real food. And I... <laughs> almost turned it off that's the most disgusting thing in this movie (laughs) she's like we're not gonna eat like this every night and the little sister is like that's fine i don't care and she's like that's not funny we are not eating pizza every night and the husband is like eat your pizza gail (laughs) (laughs) bitch slow your fucking Uh roll it's pizza it's delicious 
and nutritious. Mm-hmm. It's got everything Shut you need. Fuck everything. Up. Yes. It's got a protein. It's got other stuff. It's a food pyramid item right. that's shaped like the food pyramid. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They decide, you know, they've got to tell her that she has to go to a private school and go to college. I the academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. And neither does this little girl. She's like, I I don't care. I don't want to go to this stuff. I don't want to go to college. And neither did the filmmakers. No one cares. Not one bit. We just got to throw this in because it seems like something people would talk about. (laughs) And then we get to experience everyone chewing pizza, which is one of my favorite things on earth, having misophonia. It it made me think in in movies, you often will see actors take a bite. It's obviously fake. Uh They're not really taking a bite. They're they're doing this strange acting with their mouth and hands. And then I saw this and thought, there's a reason why they do that. (laughs) <laughs> this dude is talking with a mouthful of food, and it is disgusting. It's so disgusting. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah. I'm glad you saw that, too. So later that night, she's in bed, and she's asleep, whatever, and the photo moves. Now, I didn't catch this at first, but when I was looking at IMDb about this movie, there was a little factoid where... If you looked at the lower right-hand corner, you could see a stagehand You can visit. I saw it the first time I watched it. Yeah. I watched it, uh, and I immediately said, there's a person just laying down there. <laughs> They're clearly yep. visible. There's a full-on arm right yep. there, which, thank you. I enjoyed that. We get um, shadow puppets over Sleeping Girl. She's not possessed yet, but, I mean, what's... What's the implication here? Like, no matter what she did, she was going to get possessed at some point because she sleeps in the garage? Is oh, that wait. What's going they on? haven't played with the... What? No, Why is, they is haven't. Too, what the... The whole movie just came mm. apart. Before this... Right? It all just fell apart. It was apart. an unblemished masterpiece. And now, I don't know <laughs> if I can ever watch this movie again. I'm so it's, sorry. You know, I was, I was actually going to give credit. I was going to say that that effect was okay. The shadow effect and the and the sinking up of the hand clutching at the heart. No, like I thought that effect was not yes. that bad. It was all right for a, for a movie. I like totally this. agree with you. It's like totally low budget, but it like it, it, it made it was a very good effect. Hundred percent. Regardless, yes. I totally appre- I totally agree with you. But now you've ruined it. But uh, yeah, now I've ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> all right, next day she's being let out with her blindfold or whatever and her sister and brother-in-law bought her a new jeep yeah fuck off did you skip the sleepwalking yeah i did but it's not worth talking wait about. no i didn't no no oh, no no I'm no, sorry. no no did i or was it look my notes are no i meticulous. did i totally did no please continue <laughs> the sleepwalking doesn't matter <laughs> i just rewatched that scene and i was like fast forward fast forward fast forward fast forward jesus christ how long is this fucking scene yeah because she's just walking. My question about the sleepwalking was, wh- there was no purpose to it. She kneels in front of the woods, which yeah, or, or it's not it. even wood. It couldn't be woods. They live in Florida. I don't know. I guess there's not there's woods in Florida. What am I saying? Uh, but it, <laughs> I guess you never really see an establishing shot of the house. So maybe there are some woods behind the house. I don't know why that is what I'm worried about. <laughs> but my point is, it's weird because there's no... I don't know, some buried thing in the yard or there's no shrine no. to some demon or something. Nothing. There's no reason for her to be in the yard kneeling down. That's like a no, separate pro- no problem. Sense. Yes, absolutely. She has just started a sleepwalking. It's an unrelated issue. Yes, she now has sleep paralysis and is sleepwalking and we should get her medical help because this is a problem. Mm-hmm. And she's cold to the touch. Yes. You know, okay. Whatever. Put on some clothes. Right? 
You're wearing like underwear and a tank yeah. top. Put on some if jammies. If you're going to sleepwalk, put on some jammies. <laughs> it's that easy. All right. Now we get to the Jeep. Thank you. And um, you're welcome. Thank you. I was really excited because I realized this movie was made in 2008, so it's full of low-rise jeans. Yay! It sure is. So gross. As they're like excitedly looking at this gene or jeans. This <laughs> gene, I was. <laughs> Uh, at the Jeep, and she's like, uh, uh, do I still have to go to college? Blah, who cares? The neighbor girl comes up, and it was like the best reveal ever because she was in Halloween Night. Ooh, I love it so yeah. much. She's apparently the coolest girl ever, and she lives next door because she's smoking and she's wearing leopard print. The coolest. I, ha- I have to tell you, in my notes, yeah, verbatim, uh-huh. Yeah. Francie shows up smoking a cigarette, and I know Tressa is going to have something to say here. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that was like my goal in 2008, probably. To be that cool? To be that fucking Hell cool. Yeah. Wearing like the cami that's leopard print and lace and being a total dick to everyone. Yeah, like, that was like you don't me. give a shit about anything or anyone. Except no. smoking cigarettes and sneaking your yep. parents' vodka. Fuck Hell yes. Yeah. And filling it up with water so you don't get drunk off it later. Mm-hmm. It's flawed logic, but she does it. Also, at this point, I'm like, I don't know how old this girl <laughs> is. She could be in her 40s or she could be a teenager. I have absolutely no Undetermined idea. age. I thought she was like a Gladys Kravitz situation where I'm like, I don't know if you're like just like trying to get in on the gossip of the day or if you want to hang out with the teenager. Totally confused on the situation. But then... What's her name? What's the little sister's name? Oh, yeah, duh, Gail Bowers. Gail is like, hey, want to go for a ride? And I was like, you just, you don't, you just met her. Like, not just, like, even met her. You just met you just, her. She just walked up to your house and you said, you want to go for a ride? What? It's no. wild. I, that is insane. If someone walked up to my house and was like, hey, who are you? This is my name. I'd be like, cool, I'm going to go grab a snack. Hopefully you'll leave and then I can drive my yes. car. You would not offer that person nope. a ride in your new brand new <laughs> nope. Jeep. Oh, God. I don't know if this is later or um, they go for a ride and then the older couple walk into the, the house. The old, What's the older sister's Anne. name? Anne, it's I Anne. think. Anne and Clark. Anne. <laughs> Gross. Anne walks, up to the <laughs> Anne walks up to the wall and she's like, Clark? Did you move the crucifix? The way she says crucifix. <laughs> she says, Clark, did you move the crucifix? <laughs> oh, God. And he has so the perfect good. real response, which I never touch your stuff. I would never touch your stuff. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't give a fuck about your crucifix. No. No, no I did not. Okay, so this scene is like, oh, Something spooky is going on in this house because crucifix are being moved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, that's effective. That works on people. I know this from yeah, experience. Not me. Oh, one really? Time, you do that? No you one move people's listen, crucifixes. No one tell my family this. This is a real story. <laughs> we went on a family. Okay, you guys, be okay, quiet. Everybody shut the fuck up. I went on a family vacation <laughs> in. I'm going to say this is 2002 or three. And this was in um, New Mexico. And my a lot of my extended family rented a giant house, a huge house in, in, in nice. New Mexico. Or it might have been Arizona. I don't remember now. It was a long time ago. And I had just watched The Exorcist and was so into it. 
And for whatever reason, there was there were all these pictures of Jesus and crosses and all these things in the house. I just thought, wouldn't it be funny to like <laughs> turn one of those crosses upside down, maybe turn around a couple pictures yeah. of Jesus, flip them over or whatever. So while yeah. everyone was gone and I was just in there by myself playing Game Boy, I was like, let's do this. And so I did it a couple days in a row and the whole family was freaking out. And they sat me down and they're like, are you doing this? I said, no, what are you talking You're about? You're like, doing what? What? Why I would I? This... I only care about Game Boy. <laughs> Come on. Uh, did they ever figure Hell it out? No. And they still talk about it. <laughs> I, uh, I think that's my favorite story that I've ever heard in my life. I'm very glad Thank to provide you. it. <laughs> okay, so now we go to the garage. And this is where I get confused because... Franny, worst name. Is that her name? No, Francie. 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 That's a weird name to me. I don't, I can't remember it because it's just weird, but she keeps saying, hey, can we drink up here? Can we blah, blah, up blah, here. up here? And I'm like, oh, so she's not in the garage. She's in the room above the garage. Mm. But later on in the movie, there's a shot of the house. There's nothing above the garage. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to I, tell you. I, I don't know it's nitpicky, but Jesus Christ. They're not even trying. Who aren't in heaven. We know this. We no. knew this. <laughs> we find out that both the girls are super cool because Gail has a substance abuse problem and she would get wasted and then come home and her parents didn't even know who she was. Gail said that, right? Or was it? No, Francie? that was Francie. Oh, see, I couldn't, like, I just watched that and I was like, I don't know who's that was because That was Francie. I don't. Okay. Well, okay. Gail's a, a nerd then, and Francie's super cool, yeah. even cooler now. Oh, yeah. And she brings over the coolest duffel bag ever mm -hmm. because it's filled with booze and a Ouija board. Fuck yeah, let's party. Mm -hmm. They take a shot. I mean, that would be pretty fun. I would do that. I would not. I would do it because now. Because I would not. I would not then. I would, would not Would you play now. with a Ouija board in real life? Be what? No. Uh, never. No. I grew up in an evangelical household. I am still terrified of Ouija boards. I see. Overall, any kind of movie that has demons in it is terrifying to I'm me. I'm sorry to put you through this. Not, no, no, no. <laughs> Th this movie was not terrifying. Somehow. I don't know how it pulled this off where it was very relaxing for me, but no. No. No, no, no. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. I don't share it often. <laughs> I have in my notes and I don't know what it means. It's not from the instruction manual. It's something about the Ouija board. Oh no, she she says, uh, "What's the creepy voice in the in the in the whatever you're saying the 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 words you're saying?" She goes, "It's from the instruction manual." What? It's, it's she she says like, "Oh, spirits of the netherworld, we call to you." Whatever. Oh, that's right. That's she goes, right. She's like, "What voice are you doing?" It's from the instruction manual. The instructional manual totally tells me to use a weird voice. Are you not familiar with instruction manuals? They do that. Yeah. And then she was like, Francie's, <laughs> Francie says one of my favorite lines, which is, will you shut your face? I loved it. Her delivery is good. That's really yes, fun. Yes, it's so good. Love good it. One. Love it, love it, love it. So good. <laughs> Some light blows out. The two of them get scared and they run downstairs or across the hall, whatever the garage situation is. And Francie is like flirting with her brother-in-law, whatever, and she leaves. And I'm like, you came over to do a shot, play... Ouija board for like a minute and then leave. Correct. 
Okay. Sounds boring, but what do I know? They ask Clark where the light bulbs are, and this is how you know <laughs> it's not realistic because he knows exactly where the light bulbs are. Yep. No. And they just moved That's in, I mean. and there's a place for the there's light no bulbs. There's no way. <laughs> no, I am agreeing with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Gail goes up to her room, and she's like, oh, let me check out this Ouija board one more time. It goes to K, and then it goes to I, and she's like, oh, fuck, K and I, I'm out of here. And she runs downstairs, and she's scared. And we later find out it's because her nickname with her parents was Kitty. I'm like, okay, but it only spelled K-I, so you can settle down, Yeah, right? you made an assumption. Yeah, and you know what? When you make an assumption, you make an ass out of you and me. Correct. Correct. Thank you. There is a line that Anne has. Well, have we got, are we there? Yeah. We're Anne. I don't, I don't. Look around you. Are we where we are? Does this make sense? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, are we, are we eating ice cream the scene, right now? Yes, exactly. The scene when they're eating ice cream. <laughs> Anne says, yeah. when you play with that game, you're opening the door for dark spirits and the devil. And I think the devil <laughs> would take one look through that depressing door to this terrible <laughs> family's house and say, you know what? I'm good on this one. Nah. No thanks. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, I'll give you demons, but the full-on devil, the king of hell, he's going to be like, do you have a castle this I can sucks. go to? Yeah. <laughs> this like a uh, Florida ranch house. <laughs> Ooh. No thank you. <laughs> okay. So Aunt, uh, Gail is like, telling her sister about the Ouija board and Anne's freaking or yeah Anne's freaking out and she's like in the Bible it clearly states wait what what is it clear that's all she says but what does it clearly state that Ouija boards are evil because it states a lot of stuff I don't know it mm, not necessarily clearly either Mm. no (laughs) get a bowl nerds is what I It's nighttime. Everyone's asleep. Gail's in her bed, asleep. And the covers get pulled off her. And we get panties. And we get nipples. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't mean to sound so into that. I don't know. (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) Even I was like, "Mm, maybe I should say something. Yeah, she's a teenager. Settle down. A a weird hand grabs her leg. (laughs) Yes. And also, there's another shot where... Anna's walking around the house and she hears something and <laughs> behind her as she's looking away, a full-on sheet ghost runs <laughs> by the door. Straight out of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's so funny. It is so funny. And it's so it quick. You, you can miss so it, hard. but I, it's clearly supposed to be a reference to Exorcist 3, if you ask me, as a horror buff. Okay. Have you seen Exorcist 3? Sure. I don't, maybe, but I don't There is a legitimately, like, one of the scariest things I've ever seen in a whole, in a movie, like, ever. And it's Mm -hmm. this scene where it's, like, five minutes long, and this nurse is checking rooms, and it's quiet, and it's this long hallway, and you think everything's okay, and she's checking rooms, going back and forth, and there's a security guard, and you're like, why are we still, and then all of a sudden, like, the camera shoots down this hallway, like, shh, and it makes the worst sound you've ever heard, like, it's terrifying. And there's this white, ghost-looking person with these giant scissors, that cuts the nurse's head off. And it's the, oh my it's God. the scariest thing in, of all time. Uh, so I, Well, thanks for spoiling I, yeah, that Yeah, well, movie. you're welcome. <laughs> so I think it's a reference to that, but it's like hilarious. It's so funny. 
Oh my god, it was so funny. Oh, so good. We cut back to Gail in her bed. I just love this sheet ghost so much. <laughs> but okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Back in, yeah, I yeah, have yeah, to yeah, say yeah, this. Yeah. There's Please. that hand that grabs Gail, and at the same time, it's cut between. You're supposed to think that it's these things are happening at the same time, so is the implication that there's more than one ghost? Spirit? Demon? I mean, fair. Like, I don't know. I I mean, there's got to be if it happened before, like, stuff was happening before the Ouija board, and then the Ouija board comes in, and maybe new guys, like, what's up? Oh, I didn't up? consider that. Like, yeah, maybe it was already haunted, and then I they mean, just I mean, I didn't consider it till I just worse. started talking it You're out. You're genius. Yeah. I mean, thank mm-hmm. you. So she's in bed. What I'm assuming is you can see pressure on Gail's skin, and I'm assuming you're supposed to think that's like a hand or something. Yep. But it's painfully obvious that it's an air pressure hose because her... <laughs> no, it blows. Oh! Because her hair is going... <laughs> ah, hey, I got you. You should be a comedian. <laughs> you know what? I get that a lot. I, I have to say this, too. That is another mm-hmm. reference to another famous horror movie called The Entity. Have you seen The Entity? Entity? I don't know that I have. It's an 80s horror movie based on true events. Quotes. I'm doing Mm, quotes. mm -hmm. Quote, quote, quote. Um, Mm -hmm. And there is a pretty effective scene where that happens. And there's there's the imprint, the the implication that there is a, a woman is being assaulted by an invisible force. And it's mm-hmm. it's harrowing and it's 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 like sickening. It's horrible. Was it as scary as this scene? No. <laughs> okay. <thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> okay. So next day, Gail is on some steps outside. Francie walks up, and I cannot stress enough how fucking cool Francie mm. is. She's so fucking mm-hmm. cool, dude. She's like mini skirt, tank top. What's up, bitch? Lover. She's like, what do you want to do? Let's go do some stuff. And Gail's like, no, fuck you. Like, she's got a real attitude problem now. Whatever. You could tell because of her makeup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And uh, Francie's like, you know what? Fuck you. You're being a bitch. And Gail's like, uh, we just met. We don't have to hang out every day. And I was like, you know what? That's totally fucking It's fair. good to set boundaries. You did just meet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You invited her out to go for a drive the s- literal second you met her. Take a break for just a couple hours. Yeah. You need some time apart, guys. Yeah. This leads to... <laughs> I don't remember why she started running away, but Francie runs to her house and when she's screaming, <laughs> her scream as she's running away is, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yes. It was confusing and wild, and I love it. Francie goes into the room to get her bag for the Ouija board. Oh, and okay, the, that's um, what it was. And, and the booze. And there's mm-hmm. something under the bed. You never see what it is. It's if it's an arm oh, right, or a right, small right. person running under the bed. I can't tell. <laughs> and she runs out, and she's doing that scream. And bizarrely, Gail smiles and just stares straight down the barrel of the camera, as if to say, "Ain't I a stinker?" <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. We get in this scene because I figured. The first scene with the priest, I thought he got his eyeballs pulled out or something, Mm. which 
whatever. And then in this next scene, Francie is looking in the mirror and she's like having a bad acid trip as she looks in the mirror and she's screaming and she like scratches up her face and then she pulls out her eyeballs, I think. I don't know. Yeah, the demon is that what the happened? demon vaguely has a thing for the eyes. And when she sees yeah, what's up with I guess that? like when she sees the Snapchat filter for two seconds, she goes, Oh, these gotta go. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I guess she dies in the shower. Mm-hmm. Well, she's trying to cleanse herself of. I know. Yeah. I mean, I assume she's dead because we never see her again. She has disappeared it's now. A major loss. What happened to Francie? She went to a party mm-hmm. on Halloween night somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Shot her oh boyfriend. man, let's edit these two movies. <laughs> oh, that's an idea. <laughs> Thank you. So the next thing I have written down is about um, Gail maybe sleepwalking while her brother-in-law's in the kitchen, and they have a very uncomfortable exchange that I don't enjoy. And it sucks. She's like, it sucks. It totally sucks. It was gross. Uh, yeah, she is still a teenager, and she's like got her hands down her underwear, mm-hmm. and I hated it. Maybe the worst part it. is the gross watery drinks from the faucet. It's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, he's like gulping um, down wrong, nasty but... water. Uh, no, that scene. This this is where the movie truly is just vile. It's it's Ooh, bad. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. I see what you're doing, Asylum, um, young girls. Mm. No, thank Mm-mm. you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, and this is where um, I noticed that actress that plays Gail does not have a photo on IMDb, which. You always know it's going to be good when know. there's no photo for the main actress. That's the true test. Thank you. Anne walks in with this gross exchange, and she's like, "Hey, well, uh, what's going on?" He's <laughs> just like, "What? I don't, I don't know, nothing." She takes Gail to her room, and she like puts her to bed, and she is gross and possessed, I guess. And um, she's like, she really knows how to cut to the quick by saying i was mom's favorite (laughs) you were a mistake mom dropped out of law school for you (laughs) she never wanted you man man that seems just like normal sibling stuff though if you ask me no it for sure was yeah no that she wasn't possessed at all This is when I start to get worried that there's not going to be any more priests in this movie because we've been going on for a while and some creepy stuff has happened and I I just want priests now. Yeah. Clark recommends his pal, a psychiatrist, to come by. Richard. <coughs> Dick, yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> he talks to Clark and Anne and, of course, Anne being the good Christian woman that she is has to reiterate that this hasn't been hard for everyone it's been hard for everyone meaning me like no it's not just about gail it's also mainly about me because i'm having a hard time with this shut the fuck up yeah she sucks yeah she totally sucks dick goes into gail's room and he talks to her records her he goes in to help her and he immediately uh-huh. just like mansplains the whole thing. He goes, well, you know, this and that, and you could put some pictures up in here. Maybe you'd feel better. Right. He mm-hmm. sucks too. Dude, he full on sucks, but I'll get to that. <clears throat> but also what fucking psychiatrist does house calls? A. 
And B, what fucking psychiatrist do you not have to wait at least three months to see? Fuck you and your fucking fake psychiatrist, dick. Yeah, get out of here, dick. We don't want you. We don't like you, Nobody dick. Nobody needs you, dick. <laughs> we hate dick, is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, another, like, writhing around in bed scene, blah, blah, blah. And then we get to Dick, like, looking at his notes, writing notes while he's listening to his uh, tape-recorded conversation with Gail. He gets some really good EVPs, and I'm like, awesome. Now we're going to get some priests in here. Meh. They get her a TV, which was very important. The dialogue in that scene is wild. There's about 20 seconds of dialogue where it ends in them saying, Let's set it up. Like I, I can't. I don't even remember how it was said, but I, I'm. It's in all caps. Okay, it's terrible. <laughs> if anyone is going to watch this movie afterwards, look forward to this delivery. It's amazing. Uh, she's watching Static now because she's crazy. And Dick comes in. He's like, "Uh, bitch, you're just watching nothing." And it, and Gail's like, "No, no, it wasn't. Who cares?" He brought in a cross because he heard the EVPs and he's like, oh, I know what's going on. She's possessed, obviously, because that's how psychiatrists think. That's what they do. Yeah. She starts speaking Latin. I have what she says. Or, do you want to know what she says? Yes, please. <laughs> no, I don't actually have it. I have what, oh, God what damn it. I heard. This is legitimately, I looked away for a moment and I just heard her say, mm-hmm. diet, telephone, meth in the neck. <laughs> Now, is that the translation of the Aramaic slash Latin, or is that what she actually said? Diet telephone, meth in the neck. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I also love the fact that this um, legitimate psychiatrist goes straight to possession. <laughs> uh, he's like, you know what? We'll just, um, we'll hire a priest and we'll do a fake exorcism and it'll make her feel better and it's fine. It's the same, it's the same justification they use for it in the movie The Exorcist. They say there's a powerful mental effect that this exorcism could have on a mentally ill person. So maybe if we go through with this big production, it will seem real or whatever. It will help the person. My words have failed. (laughs) Does that make sense? (laughs) No, it makes total sense. And I don't remember that. I don't. Remember that from the exorcist. A room full of smoking doctors decide this. Nice. But also, no real priest is going to do a fake exorcism. That's all I'm saying. So the psychiatrist, Dick, he's like, we got to do this exorcism. And Clark's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're a doctor. Do doctor stuff. And he's like, no, it's an exorcism. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. We're going to go take her to an asylum or some shit. And... They're talking to this doctor at this whatever place. You know, it's fine. This whole conversation, it's fine. I don't I don't even understand what's going on because <laughs> it's so petty of me. I realize this. But the whole time, all I could think of was his weird collar. It was tucked in weird, and it just was so distracting <laughs> for me. Well, the reason they went to the doctor is because they went into Gail's room and she was covered in blood. Oh, that's right. She had stigmata, uh, stigmata yeah. right? And Anne's like... Uh, duh, you guys, it's stigmata. And everyone else is like, no, it's a bloody nose. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, they say it's either a bloody nose or menstrual blood. Those are your two options. That's right. it. Of course, of course. Because if it's a teenage girl, it's going to be menstrual blood because they don't know how to take care of their bodies yet. It's menstrual blood nine times out of ten, guys. 
move on. Thank you. Move on. Thank you. This is where I, I realized that hushed arguments between two people are way worse than yelling arguments. The last thing I want to hear is, oh my God, fuck you. I can't believe you think this. I'd much rather have you scream it. Yes, especially in a movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so she's, another night is going on and Anne is talking to Gail. Oh, wait. Did we miss the scene where she's like telling Anne intimate secrets about her sex life that she knows because she's possessed? Or is that happening right now? That's happening right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, we see Anne's tits. Ew. Yeah, we didn't. We, uh, uh, yep. And then, and then some, you know what? Let's just, we'll just blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they go to check on Gail and she's floating on the ceiling, which I love. It's got a very hereditary feel Does to it? it. If it were good. <laughs> but it's not good, so it doesn't. So Dick is back for some reason. Dick's back, baby. <laughs> and Gail's, she's going on and on. She's talking about cock for a really long time. Lots of cock and talk. Dick's just like, continue, please. This, let's hear this out. Gross. Dick and Clark are talking. Dick's like, I can't get an exorcist in here if there's no like real supernatural thing going on. And they're having this conversation with their backs. This is a comedy scene. It's got to be on purpose. There should be a, there should be like a slide whistle sound effect like when she rises up. It was so good. They're like having this conversation for the longest time, and Gail's just like heading towards the ceiling with like the. Well, their stupid face just sort of pointed at him like, look at me. Go ahead. Look what's over here. Look behind. Just look. Behind. They're going to see me and they're going to have a meltdown. You get These guys are going to love this. Whoa, 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 they're what? Gonna, they're going to do a quadruple take. Uh, I love it so much. Um, this is the scene, uh, very memorable because um, Gail accuses Richard of having erectile dysfunction. <laughs> of course she does. She also does a weird floaty stabby thing with some scissors right onto Dick. All right. Why does she have scissors in her room when they know she's a problem? They also, they get the name of the demon. Did you catch that? I noticed it when they said it and then I did not write it down and I forgot. I think I have it wrong because there's there's <laughs> no way that the name of this demon is Yadadoozle. <laughs> if you got it wrong or not but let's just go Pazuzu is going to sue somebody <laughs> Pazuzu yeah. more like Pazuzu what <laughs> <laughs> I guess on the bed in blood Bates is written mm -hmm. why that's the last name of the priest is it yes because in the next oh. scene they say well you're going to disappoint this demon because it asked for you by name bud yeah but I didn't okay Thank you. And also, uh, for some reason, Clark starts smoking. Like his <laughs> his flesh begins to smoke. And you notice then he like opens his 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 hoodie and reveals some like weird wounds that like burns. He wasn't wearing a shirt under his hoodie. <laughs> I hate that. That's disgusting. No, oh, that is disgusting. Put a shirt on. Ew. At least an undershirt. Or some tapes over the nipples. I don't anything, gross. Clark. Come on, Clark. Jesus Christ. But so the next scene. These two priests are meeting with the first priest. <laughs> My first thought when seeing this room was, oh, they're in the porn room. It's a white room with a black leather couch. 1,000%. Oh, okay. 
1000%. And I have henceforth called the priest Matrix Priest. <laughs> oh my God, it's perfect. And his Snake Plissken voice. Yeah, he was really cool. The nerdy priests, uh, there's two nerdy priests in here talking to Matrix Priest. And yeah. the one guy says, we have evidence of telekinesis. I wrote that What the too. fuck is telekinesis? Did you mean telekinesis or did you mean telekinesis? Telekinesis. Because, all right. I don't, I don't know right. what that's about. <laughs> cool priest is like, it was just like the trial of Abraham. And then they go on to describe this thing where if you're doing an exorcism, you have to kill yourself and then God will make you alive again and... No, they say that the the demon goes into you and you sacrifice yourself for the possessed person. You trade places, basically, but then you die. But also, major sin alert, suicide is one of the bad ones. Thank you. So this is, I don't know what to say about this. I haven't looked it up. I'm sure it's not a real thing. But I, no, it can't be. Because I thought that they also said that you kill yourself and then the demon is whatever. But then Christ revives you. That was part of it. Right. I've never heard of this. And listen, I'm an expert. I know. Fake is all I'm saying. I'm retired, gentlemen, is what he says. This is when I'm like, what the fuck happened to Francie? I need more Francie, and she's fucking gone from my life, and I'm very sad about it. Rest in peace to a real one, Francie. Mm. They get to um, Gail's bedroom, and she's got weird glue all over her face. I hope it's glue is all I'm saying. Oh, stop. Can you, can you, for two seconds, can you believe, can you even fathom a world where they have this exorcism movie and they don't do the shot of the priests arriving under a streetlight? I mean, what the fuck are you How, thinking? What? I don't. No. Not. Major missed opportunity. You got three Thank you. priests here. Mm. Imagine the sex appeal of that one frame. Oh my God. Three of them. Yeah. One light. <clears throat> three of <laughs> Because, you know, when I see Max von Sydow, 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 yes, Max, von, Sydow. Max von Sydow, I just mm-hmm. think, I'm horny. That's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's got that little color. Uh-huh. He's old as hell. Yep. And he's got that voice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was almost Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> what if Richard Same. Nixon was like, the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> I would watch that. Hell Fuck yeah. yeah. The priest keeps talking about this girl he killed or got killed in this exorcism in the first scene or whatever. But like, dude, just chill with that. You're not giving us a lot of faith in you. Just stop. Yep. He's like, okay, we're going into Gail's room. I need you nerdy priest to secure the area. Get all the weapons out. Nothing that could be a weapon that is a weapon or just the faintest bit of a weapon get it the fuck out and i'm like yeah that's that's what you do that's what you need to fucking do and i'm so excited for this scene because we're finally getting an exorcism we finally got priests in the movie and it's just like i've been waiting for this yes we all have thank you in this scene when he's finally like yeah let's do this he's in gail's room he sounded like Gene Wilder as <laughs> he's the Grizzly Reaper mowing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, he, I and also I... love. He sits on the side of the bed, and he says, mm-hmm. "Prepare to be expelled, wretched one," which is exactly what my parents said to me when I turned eighteen. So <laughs> I totally identify with Gail here. I mean, it's relatable. 
Oh, God, she's on the ceiling, was a quote. <laughs> yeah. Another one is uh, deliver us from all ill will. And that's like, that's like kind of asking a lot. <laughs> all ill will? Lot. All of it? <laughs> it's a mainly a lot of screaming, like grabbing each other. Yeah. It's, you know, your typical exorcism scene. <laughs> the next thing I have in my notes is they're saying the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And Richard says, amen. And then they somehow lose track of Gail and the entire bed. <laughs> it goes, Swoop, and it's gone. Uh, yep. There's a part where a priest, like, grabs the Bible and just, like, opens it to a random page and starts reading it. And I don't think that this verse had anything to do with anything. He could have just been like... God created the earth and stuff. What? It would have been. It made no sense. It would have been really funny if it did. It did actually have to do with exorcism, kind of. No, it didn't. Shut yeah, up. I'm so, do you want me to correct you, or do you want to leave this out? No, correct me. <laughs> the 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 passage that they read is to do with the power of the name of the Lord and His authority over these this this dominion of evil, basically over oh. these demons. So they use the they use God's name, and that's the power they have. And God was his bookmark. And so he God, exactly with God there. as my bookmark, I turn to you and read your pages. I don't know. It's yeah. so dumb. One of the priests splashes Gail with holy water and Dick loses his mind. He's like, it's over. It's fine. Whatever. Why do you fucking care, dude? Just let him Just splash. Get the out of the room, water. Dick. Just leave. <laughs> I mean, at, at the very least, it's just going to be water. At the very most, it's just going to be water. It's fucking fine, dude. Did Chill you notice, out. like, halfway through this, like, her makeup changes and gets worse? And it just is, it's like, it goes from, like, kind of okay to, like, it looks like her face melted a little. Yeah, for sure. Weird. Yeah, well, that's what demons do to you when they're inside of your body. They melt you a little. Don't you know that? I get it. I'm I not... thought you knew everything about exorcisms. Listen, you am know, I... I am an expert. Okay. <laughs> This next scene is where we reveal that even though they've taken out anything that could possibly be a weapon, he still has a giant sword that he brought with him. Same sword from the beginning. This seems like a bad choice. <laughs> it seems like if you're going to get rid of the weapons, you should get rid of an actual weapon. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, one of the priests starts stabbing the other priest. That Yay! footage is incredible. Yeah, the it guy is. being it's sad. Nuts. It's sped up. It's there is something happening. I don't know. It makes me feel weird. <laughs> I don't like it. It makes you tingle weird. Yeah, like the last fifteen okay. minutes is like a WWF like wrestling match. <laughs> I mean, basically. Yeah, and I was into it. Somebody, the, uh, the demon, was like to a priest, "For you, you will have worms that will never die." It's the other way around. The priest says it to the demon. Oh. Really? And the way he says it, he's definitely That's still confusing. He's definitely improvising. I took a screenshot <laughs> of this with the subtitles. He says, You you will have worms that will never die. <laughs> Got him. What does that mean? He's it's so bullshit. I don't know. Oh my god. It's very good. I mean, you're gonna get eaten by worms, but then also these worms are gonna keep eating you because they don't die. They're gonna and live then forever. They'll make... Yeah. <laughs> There's not going to be more worms. There's just going to be a few, and they're not going to die ever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matrix Priest has a bunch of really fun names for this demon, and I wrote them down. Ooh, do uh, tell. <laughs> the demon is Prince of Accursed Things. All right, I like that one. 
mm-hmm. instigator of all sacrilege. Oh, nice. Also pretty cool. Yeah. The Vileness. Ooh. Promoter of all heresy. Oh. And probably the coolest, inventor of every obscenity. <laughs> I wrote that that's one down. badass. <laughs> you invented that? Holy shit, that's awesome. Can I get your autograph? <laughs> He's also, like, the priest is threatening him with punishment as if the demon could give a shit. I like that a lot. Yeah, he's like talking to a child like, the longer this goes, the more trouble you're going to be in. (laughs) Oh, no. Fuck you. (laughs) At one point, the demon, like, throws a nightstand at one of the priests. (laughs) And it was such a great kill because it completely caves in his skull. It was like an overripe melon. Beautiful. It's just this perfect, like, whipping sound. And it goes Mm -hmm. like... Like, it's great. <laughs> I love the sound effect. And it looks, it yeah. like looks pretty cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. So the note I have is that Anne comes in right before that. And then yeah, she's an the, asshole. the priest known as Fletcher, whoever the hell that is, yeah. is told to get Anne out of there. He stands up, like does a weird wibble wobble, falls down, and that's when he gets his head crushed. It's amazing. Ah, uh, nice. Somebody, I, I think cool priest, Matrix priest is like, it is Christ who compels you. And he says it so fucking sassy. I was like, mm, girl. There's a look on his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know, I exactly know what you're talking about. Love it. But that's right before that. He uses the force somehow to catch the dagger. <laughs> He's a Jedi too? I think he might be. Nice. I didn't even realize we were that close. The light turned orange. And that means the demon is gone. Yeah, he uses the force to grab the dagger. He stabs himself, which cures his visual uh, curse. Oh, right, because he did the trial of Abraham. He did it. Mm. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, then he had, that gave him the required Jesus swag he needed to get the demon out. (laughs) Yeah, he died. The swag of Christ compels you. Yeah, exactly. Uh And then um, that's it. A hug, roll credits. What the fuck? What the fuck? Every fucking movie I've watched in the past year has had the most what? 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 You signed up to get an exorcism. You got one. What what happened with the police when they saw the murdered priest? Does a Catholic church have cleaners like mob people do? What what does cool priest do now? Is he a priest again? What's going on with this? You know how the trend in Hollywood right now is to do like legacy sequels where it's like Halloween sequel, however many years later, or another Matrix sequel, whatever. Mm. We need a legacy sequel of this where it's maybe she's just getting out of prison. Oh, Gail? Gail. Fuck yes. The repossession of Gail Bowers. She just moves back in and is automatically possessed because there was no real thing that happened to make her possessed in the first place. Instantly. I'm into it. Let's make that happen. Because that was you 2008. That was like... So then oh, we're yeah. on track for like maybe 2028. We have this come out. No, no, no. We'll have it come out next year. We can do this in a couple You got months. it. No, you got it. And I mean, she went to jail for manslaughter because she wasn't fully aware of what was happening. So it's fine. She'll be out by now. It's You're good. right. Mm-hmm. We just have to find that woman that played Gail because she didn't have a photo on IMDb, so that might be difficult. I wonder, I didn't look. Was she credited as Gail slash Yadaduzel? Or... 
Just Gail. Just Gail. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite line? Absolutely. The best line in this movie, if you ask me, yes, is when Richard comes. He comes back and he says, Clark, I'm going to have to see her. <laughs> Clark says, be my guest. We locked her in the garage. <laughs> Man, this movie was full of great lines. We got, oh God, she's on the ceiling. <laughs> For you, you will have worms that will never die. That's good. That's one. good. Clark, did you move the crucifix? Because that one just sounds like it's like a National Lampoon's Vacation movie line. How <laughs> <laughs> do you want to see the Griswolds have to deal with the possession? <laughs> and of course, we shut your face. Shut your face. <laughs> yeah, that rules. Yeah, those are my favorites. Here's my alternative names. Catholic schoolgirls gone wild. <laughs> Are developing bodies or eyeballs? Who needs them? Who needs them? Yeah. <laughs> Those are good. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Garage, garage exorcism. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know how like those garage bands, right? Gar- right, garage right. Exor- garage exorcist. Yes. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. I think that's mine. Garage exorcist. And so it shall be. Or it should be cleaning out the garage. <laughs> Spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. <laughs> With Yadaduzzle and friends. <laughs> yes. So I guess that's our movie. Do you have anything yes. you'd like to promote? Sure. I have a nerdy podcast called Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. If you want to listen to me talk about the Marvels and the Star Warses. Dope. Your Boba, your Boba Fetts and your America's Captains and all these things. <laughs> um, I also have a new show called A Sound Idea. Where I basically play sound effects for creative people. This one's, I'm not going to say it's serious Mm because it's a fun conversation, but there's a bit more, um, there's a bit more substance to it. Not that Nerds Geeks isn't great. That's that's for a certain thing. Okay. But this one's, there's a, it's a bit more, uh, there's a bit more going on with this. Things Um, can be different and not better or worse. Yeah. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think of them that way for sure. Yeah. So, but no, um, so I've got that. And then on February 22nd, have an EP coming out of like uh, Salem's Lot inspired goth <gasps> rock ambient thing. Nice. I really so I enjoy your on. music. So oh, I'm excited well, for that. You're welcome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you so much for having me. I love doing the show. I love these terrible movies. I love, I love talking you. to you about them. I know. It's the most fun. It is. Yes. Well, I guess that's all for today. Um, Thank you a million times. It was so much fun. As always. Yes. A pleasure. A true pleasure. Thank you. None of these false pleasures. No, they're all true. Get the fuck out of here with your false pleasures. <laughs> we don't need them. Take Richard and leave. <laughs> Take Dick and get the fuck out. <laughs> I had a okay. Thanks for having me. For real. No, Thank no. You. Shut up. Thank you. No, you shut the fuck no, up. No, shut Thank the you. fuck up. Thank you. I'm pointing at you with two fingers. <laughs> the double Harrison Ford. All right. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, to this rant. And (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) Bye.
thanks for joining us this week at the Asylum Case Studies. Special thanks to podcaster and musician Dustin Kraft and a very handsome and talented Andy Slater, our mixer and engineer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit us at AsylumPod.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever so you'll never miss a case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. So, until next time, I'm Tressa Slater, and for you, you will have worms that will never die.